All right, it's a Two Bell Tuesday. We're going to talk about the Colts. It's a trade deadline day in the NFL, 4 p.m. That's the deadline this afternoon. Frank Reich was asked about a potential deal that would include Matt Ryan. He didn't rule it out yesterday, so I guess it's not impossible that Matt Ryan would get traded. We'll talk about his contract a little bit and why that makes it more difficult, including the injury that Matt Ryan is suffering from and rehabbing from and why that makes it less likely that Matt Ryan goes someplace else. Colts don't do that kind of deal very often. Trade deadline deals do not happen with the Indianapolis Colts. Anyway, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about the remaining schedule. It is tough for the Colts and getting tougher. You know what? Three, four, and one. You're not out of it. The Titans, they got a tough schedule too. We're going to talk about whether the Colts can find a way with Sam Ellinger as the quarterback to get to the playoffs. It's not impossible. Uh, it's not Optimism Wednesday, but it's Two Bell Tuesday, and it's not impossible. We're going to talk about the Pacers. Pacers last night, <laughs> they lose to the Brooklyn Nets. And on the watch pod, or watch pod uh, <laughs> Miles Turner calls for himself to be traded to the Lakers. I don't understand. This guy is just absolutely so completely tone deaf. He drives me crazy. He's like that guy. He's like a high school kid who drives a 1983 like Ford Taurus, but he, he, he walks around like he's driving a Porsche. You know what I mean? It's like this guy takes pride in mediocrity at a level that is absolutely nauseating. Last night, again, completely, like he talks the talk, but walking the walk is just like beyond this guy's capability. I don't get Miles Turner at all. 11th round draft pick in 2015. He's never lived up to expectations, but he's he's upset that he doesn't get loved at the level in the Midwest that he thinks he deserves. What in the hell is going on? This is Breakfast with Ken for Tuesday, November 1st, 2022, brought to you by the great people of BUSR. Go to BUSR.com slash Kent. Make an initial deposit, all right? Sign up, make an initial deposit, and the people at BUSR, this is how generous they are. They're going to match it up to 100, or they will match 150% in free play up to $2,500. How about that? All right, uh, hit the subscribe button, hit the like button, ring the bell if you want an alert every time we go live, right about 7 o'clock every morning, 4 o'clock every afternoon. And if you want to make a donation, ask a question, please do so. I enjoy the questions, and I enjoy the donations. Perfect. Uh Frank Reich, let's talk about sports, right? Frank Reich was asked about the possibility that Matt Ryan could be included in a trade elsewhere. Now, the Colts would have to, you know what, uh, they'd have to pay part of the contract. They'd have to figure all that out. Next year, they're on the hook for $35 million. There are contract bonuses that are activated. There's a lot of money that would get in the way of a potential trade uh for Matt Ryan going someplace else. He's hurt. He's got a separated shoulder. The Colts don't want to risk a continued aggravation of that injury or an injury locks in the uh, the bonuses uh, for next year. 
and the Colts don't want to pay the bonuses, and maybe there's going to be a negotiated out in this deal, but Frank Reich was asked about the potential for uh, Matt Ryan being traded, and he didn't rule it out. Sometimes teams need a guy, and maybe Matt Ryan is a guy that somebody would want to lead their football team at this point in the season. I don't see it. I don't see the Colts making a, a trade deadline deal. They don't do that kind of thing. They In the last 10 years in the NFL, 20 trade deadline day deals have been consummated. None have included the Colts. The Colts have made an in-season trade since they acquired Trent Richardson uh, back in the day, and, and that uh, poo-pooed. That's fair. Tyler Thompson, $30 million is his chub change. It's tip money to the, to the Ursays. That's what it is. Or to the other 31 NFL teams, thank you for the donation. I appreciate it. It, it is really unlikely that a trade's going to be done, but it's trade deadline day, and so we have to talk about the possibility, right? It's what we do. Guys who might be traded, Kenny Moore is going to be a free agent, and he's playing at a decent level. Now, he's not the best cover corner in the league, but he's a slot corner, and so his job in a lot of cases is to stop the run. He's a good run-stopping slot corner. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, he's a terrific slap-hitting first baseman, right? Not really what you want in that position, but that's what he does, and he blitzes a little bit, and he's a good blitzer. So Kenny Moore, a pro bowler last year, is a guy who might be coveted by NFL teams elsewhere. Stephon Gilmore, 32 years old. You know what, his championship uh, potential, that clock is ticking. And so maybe the Colts would consider moving him, although he's obviously the best cornerback that the Colts have. And so that would really be pulling the plug on the season. And I don't think that they're ready to do that. But maybe they would grant Stephon Gilmore his freedom and his uh, ability to go pursue a championship as as kind of a measure of generosity for a guy who's really balled out uh, for the Colts. Um, you've also got Mo Ali Cox, Brandon Faison, but who who's going to trade for Brandon Faison? You know, you can sign a cornerback off the street without giving up any draft equity for a guy like Brandon Faison. Uh, Mo Ali Cox is a terrific, potentially terrific tight end who really hadn't done squat this year for the Colts for whatever reason. Um, a couple of years ago, he was one of the highest rated tight ends at Pro, Pro Football Focus, but this year, not much with, uh, with Mo Ali Cox at all. Rodney McLeod, you know, he's getting a little bit older. Maybe that's a guy you kind of, you deal so he can go chase a championship. That's a possibility. The remaining schedule, listen, this is not easy. This coming week, they are at the Patriots. The Colts winning in Foxborough does not happen very often. The Patriots are 4-4. Four and four. They're not great. They're not world beaters. Their quarterback position giving them some problems. They got housed a couple of weeks ago by the Chicago Bears. That game, 1 o'clock this week. Then they're in Vegas. Vegas you could be. 2-5 and five are the Vegas Raiders. Then uh, it gets a little bit tougher at home. They play against Nick Sirianni and the Philadelphia Eagles. They're 7-0. and uh, Then they host Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh 2-6. and six. You can get over on the Steelers. And then, oof, the next four weeks. The next four weeks, the combined record of the Colts' opponents, 22-8. Uh, and eight. 
that is a stretch where if, if you split those four games, you've got a shot to win the AFC South. They are at the Cowboys, then they've got the bye, then they are at Minnesota, they host the Chargers, Chargers are 4-3, and three. that's one of the games that they could get. Then they're at the Giants at MetLife Stadium, they finish up against the Texans. The combined total of all of those uh, opponents, 38-28-1, that is a really, really tough schedule for the Colts. If they can find a way to beat Vegas, Pittsburgh, and the Texans, that gives them a guaranteed six wins. Then you got to find a way in in those other games. You got to find a way to cobble together four more wins to get to ten. To finish seven, you got to finish seven and two. At this point, to get to ten and six, ten six and one, that ain't gonna be easy for your Indianapolis Colts. We hope for the best. Tennessee, you know what? That's a crappy way to look at it. No, I think that this team is gonna find itself defensively. That Ellinger is gonna manage the game appropriately, and this team is gonna ball out late. What the hell am I talking about? What are we gonna resign ourselves to a six ten and one season? No. I'd say, hell no. Let's go play football. Let's play winning football. And let's get to 10-6-1. Who says you can't win that many games? Who say, what, are the Eagles going to go undefeated? What are the Eagles got? Jalen Hurts and Fletcher Cox? Let's go. Beat some of these damn teams. What the hell am I talking about? Oh, 6-10-1, that'd be a pretty good... Uh, yeah. Way too early for that kind of talk. It's November 1st, for God's sake. You got nine games left. Go win seven. Play. Ball out. Let's go. It's not that there's no tanking. There's going out, balling out, and winning. Of course, you didn't beat the Red or the uh, Washington Commanders at home, so that's not a good sign. I'm doing it again. I'm getting negative again. I won't do it. I won't do it. Seven, two, and one. No. Wait. Yet no, seven and two. That's what we're looking for in these last nine games. All right, another really good, fun game to watch in Brooklyn. Uh, Pacers lose 116-109. Chris Duarte is being pushed by Benedict Matherin, and and so Duarte 30 points last night. He's got to start. He's got to start playing some basketball, or, or he's going to have some trouble. First quarter was really what doomed the Pacers. They were down 36-18 after one. They tied the game at 100 late in the game. They wind up losing. Uh, Matherin, 16 points last night. Halliburton, only 11 points. He didn't shoot it great. Miles Turner last night, 7 points, 5 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 blocks, 4 turnovers. His plus-minus was minus 21. But he had this to say on the Woj pod. I keep wanting to rhyme that. Don't know why, but the Woj pod, Miles Turner said, and these are quotes, if I'm the Lakers, I take a very hard look at this. I know what I can provide for a team, my leadership, my shot blocking, my three-point ability, just my ability to make plays on the floor. I just feel here in the Midwest, uh, we don't get the love I think we deserve. Oh, oh, Miles, your leadership What in the hell are you talking about? 
your playmaking ability, you just scored seven points as a seven-foot-tall center who can move and who can shoot. Are you psychotic? Are you delusional? What is the matter with Miles Turner? Miles Turner walks around, you would think he was an all-star. The way this guy talks, the way this guy behaves, the way this guy goes out and thinks people ought to fawn all over him. We don't get loved here at the level he thinks they deserve. Play! Compete! Are you out of your mind? What is the matter with Miles Turner? He came out of Texas. His last game in Texas was against Butler in the NCAA tournament. He scored two points in 12 minutes. He's come to the Pacers. He's averaging 12.6 points per game, 6.7 rebounds per game, and he's hitting 35% from threes for his career. But he doesn't get the love he thinks he deserves. <laughs> oh, poor Miles. Poor Miles. He wants to go to Los Angeles where LeBron is going to demand that he play hard and play well. Demand it of yourself, you weasel. I cannot wait till this guy's traded. Get him to hell out. Get him a bus ticket. I don't care what you get back. Get him off the Pacers and do it now. What are you doing, Kevin Pritchard, allowing this guy to sully your colors by wearing them? What is going on within the Pacers that this kind of yammering is allowed by a center who averages 12 and 6? It's a disgrace. Doesn't get the love he deserves. Wants to be challenged by LeBron. Maybe he's trying to do the Pacers a little favor, trying to gin up some, some interest in his decaying carcass of an NBA player. Really? How about put up some numbers? Minus 21. Seven and five last night against the Nets, who had, to that point, last night, won one game. Let's celebrate some birthdays. I'm so done with that guy. Annie Hoffman, happy birthday. Josiah Patton, happy birthday. Steve Yoder and the great Chris Havlick. Part of the best news-gathering radio operation I've ever been around. No offense to WIBC. They were wonderful in, in doing exactly that. But WMAQ is churning news 24-7. And Chris Havlick, a big part of that with Helen Ma Marshall and uh, Bonnie Buck and, and a bunch of really, really good editors. The great Tom Laporte. Uh, a wonderful place to cut your teeth and learn about radio news gathering. I loved working at WMAQ. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else. Uh, that's best done with an honest and specific compliment. But lift each other up. Do each other the favor of paying attention and, and listening and being there for one another. And in figuring out how to how to lift rather than you know suppress. All right. Although I think I've done about as good a job of suppressing Miles Turner as can possibly be done on a Tuesday morning after he uh, appears on the Woj Pod and and kind of excoriates uh, the Pacers and the people of Indianapolis as not being not being loving enough. We'll talk to you later this afternoon inside Indiana Sports Now. If if being brain dead 
was and and it, 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 he mm, Miles Turner. <laughs> 